Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, as bright-eyed and bushy-tailed as you can be in Melbourne at this time of the year. Good morning, Campo. Good morning, Goanna. And uh, we're the crew this morning. Morning, listeners. Good morning, listeners. And here we are in the first week of the new Shitmo government, and we have a new Minister for Industrial Relations, Christian Porter. And Christian Porter has decided that one of his first acts as the new Attorney General, Minister for Industrial Relations, etc., etc., is to put on the hard hat and attack the CFMEU. Well, there's been a few come and a few go, Christian, and my prediction is... You'll have a go at us. You'll have a go at building workers across this country. And you'll obviously go into retirement with a nice uh, pension at some point. But we won't be disappearing. So people might have thought that they voted for the buff-headed bloody shitmo. And he's, oh, he's a dickhead. But who he's a, everyone's favourite dickhead. Blah, blah, blah. But I think people are going to find that despite the fact that he came across with his uh, marketing uh, management type uh, skills as everyone's favourite buffhead, you know, blah, blah, blah. He is, in fact, a serious problem for ordinary people in this country, and we are all going to regret the result of that election. Ain't Bill Shorten's biggest fan, and he might have looked shifty and all the rest of it, but... Was he a threat to ordinary working people? Mm, don't think so. 
Shitmo and his government are going to be a very different proposition. And already you can tell from some of the stuff that's coming out about how they're going to entrench Christian values and all the rest of the bullshit that we are going to have another ideological government who are going to be full of themselves, a bit like the John Howard government was, straight after they beat Mark Latham. Wasn't much to beat the old Mark Latham, was he? But we will learn, and people everywhere will learn very quickly. And so maybe we're having the 2004, and maybe we'll have a 2007. Square it up. How insulted would you be if you're a a family of of a worker that's been... Um, killed on a project, and uh, or you know, family member that is no longer working, or had to declare bankruptcy, or you know, they say we we don't watch out for small businesses, but what about all the subbies that have gone broke because companies are phoenixing, or and the safety issues, the deaths, all the stuff we talk about each week, and and the biggest issue in construction um, and industrial relations. Uh, old Porter's said that uh, it's us. We're the biggest issue in the industry. So uh, how insulted would you be? But anyway, he put the hard hat on yesterday. It'd be the first yeah. time he's ever had to do anything like that and uh, probably the last until the next election. But um, be careful what you wish for. Like you said, we uh, well, as a country, we voted uh, the Tories in and uh, now everyone reaps the benefits. I reckon before the end of this term, I reckon Porter will be looking for a whiteboard to hide well, behind. Well, listen, let's not make declarations. Oh, Mate, the last yeah. declaration we made, we couldn't have got any more wrong. Campo, we, fair dinkum. We got rid of bloody Abbott, though. We predicted that. One. One. We lost that one. the hardest one. thing to predict. Even the Conservatives had a problem with him. Anyway, let's talk about the positive, and that is that we still have 3CR as an independent source of information for people in this City, And in fact, we find increasingly all around the country, because there are people listening to this show direct or on uh, the old podcast who are getting the information they would not otherwise get through the mass media. And Ida Buttrose has now said, as the chairperson of the ABC, that maybe they're a bit biased. A bit biased against who, Ida? Obviously, against the people you support. So I guess and you we know are who she's mates ha- with, Carrie yeah. Ann Kennelly. And we yeah. know what we think of her. And we have got... She's mates with Alan Jones, and we know what we think of Alan Jones. Well, she seems to be a friend with all sorts of people who don't like ordinary working people. But how do we feel about David Spears going to uh, Insiders? That's... He's taken a pay cut, so maybe he decided the old Sky yeah, News or, wasn't all that good. Or maybe it's just another one of the Conservatives' friends about to take over probably the only independent political show we had left. Yep, that's true too. Anyway, let's talk about other 3CR. than this one. Uh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Let's talk about three CR. We have to raise money to keep this station on the air, as we have had to do for over forty years, and we, I'm sure we will do again. So the radiothon, where you ring in and you pledge money, and hopefully you pay the money uh, on the sixteenth of June. So at nine thirty on the sixteenth of June. We'll be going live to air and you will be ringing in and giving us money. It doesn't buy everything, it's true, but what it does buy, we sure could use. Now, second, on the 8th of July, we will be having the fundraiser at the Northport uh, Hotel in Evans Street in Port Melbourne. And this is news. Despite what the poster says, we have uh, got a new band. 
Oh, we've made another early call, have we? We've got a new band. Mate, the griller, he's been talking it up. It's pretty big news. It's big news. And uh, let's just be honest and thank Rowdy for his intervention. Thanks, brother. We have Phil Parra, a absolute legend of rock and roll in this city. And the Phil Parra Band will be playing at the Northport Hotel in Evans Street on the 8th of July. So we will be rocking on. We've, we've knocked it up a notch, haven't we? We're getting him. I'll tell you what. I thought when Longy was telling me, he goes, Rowdy's all over it. I thought, Rowdy, he, he's managed um, Cold Chisel. I thought, we might get Cold Chisel. No, Cold Chisel. I thought we'd get EMOS. No, Cold EMOS. But we got Phil Power and uh, he'll be gold. I can't wait. Phil who? You, you Phil sort of Parra. channeled out then. Phil Parra. I forgot his name there for a second. <laughs> oh. Don't forget the tickets on site too, guys. You know, if you, if you can't make it along on the day, um, you can still contribute, buy a ticket um, for the event. Um, and it all goes to a good cause, as we said before. You can't have all just conservatives on the radio. This is this is cutting edge here, cutting edge. And if we don't run, if we don't get the money, we'll be cutting our wrists. But anyway, we should say that there is another innovation. You buy a ticket, even if you don't turn up on the day. At twenty dollars, you are still in for the serious prize. You will be getting a prize. Even if you don't front up, we will be announcing a winner on air on the week after the pull-up. Now, there will also be, for those that turn up, a travel voucher, a $5,000 travel voucher, which will be there for those people that are there on the day. So you want the $5,000 voucher? You've got to be there on the day. But everybody else will be in for the $500 voucher, which will be given to a person who is drawn out of the hat, even if they're not there. So, Got to be in it to win it. You've got to be a ticket holder to win something, and you've got to be there on the day to win the big one. And there's nothing better than getting on the drink with your mates on an RDO. You've got to love that. Well... I could talk about a certain uh, union official who got on the drink at the Crown Casino watching Chelsea play and beat Arsenal in the Europa Cup final, uh, who lost his phone, who found his phone, and who had to be taken home. (laughs) Quiet night. (laughs) Quiet Quiet night. (laughs) Good on you, Nilo. (laughs) Righto, let's move right along and talk about... The, well, I think they're going to be a scallywag in perpetuity, ABD. Oh, please. I th- actually was on the way here. I got a text message from a precast organiser. Um, I actually thought he was taking the piss. But actually, ABD, just for a surprise, we've got a, a quick late uh, entry. Um, they've ABD, Ozcast, their pre- precast panel yard. Uh, they've uh, sacked a union member, decided to... Uh, to Treated one of our rank and file out there um, unlawfully, and um, I'd say we'll have more to uh, to report on that. But um, issues are over it's storage in the yards and and that sort of stuff. But you know, I, I suppose it's we just have an ABD section now, don't we? Well, they, they got their own award, the Richard Cutler. What is it, Richard, Richard Cutler Scallywag in Perpetuity Award? We'll have more to report on it, but uh, right, uh, the, we just the boys are working on it. We just can't. Avoid them, can we? They are just 
out there to make a name for themselves, the worst possible name, but never mind, they're out there. But there's been plenty of other things happening around the city, and we'll just mention a few of them because most of them are going to be scallywag nominations. Uh, first up, Westgate. Oh, Westgate. Isn't that the... It's that's the biggest job around, and it's just a disaster. This week we've had they've been doing some because there's some major lifts there. They've been lifting lifting some major beams and stuff in. Um, they've been doing twenty twenty eight ton lifts, but they thought they get twenty ton gear. Like that's that's where they're at, you know. And obviously they're RPL and blokes, and it, the union's been making them RPL blokes and making sure it's done properly. Well, it's all got a bit too hard. So now the supervisor just ticks off if he thinks you're competent. You don't have to do any, no RPL, no nothing. So that's where we're at at the Westgate, biggest so, state government job, and it's a bloody disaster. So no verification of skills, no checking of the uh, rigging uh, for a particular lift. And for lifts generally, by the sounds of it. 28-tonne lift with 20-tonne gear doesn't really make sense, does it? Only if you want to push the gear to its limit and see if it can break. Righto. What we should also mention is the PFAS issue continues at uh, Westgate. PFAS is a chemical residue, uh, which is the consequence of firefighting chemicals being used. And, of course, they're in the soil. They don't just float away in the air. They're, they're actually leached into the soil. And when you start moving earth around, you expose it all again. And uh, we have now got, thanks to the efforts of the health and safety reps on the job, some idea as to what the hotspots are. And clearly, the hotspots have been identified and material has been removed from those areas and taken to sites unknown, unspecified, and clearly unregistered. So what happened to all this PFAS material, which was considered to be a hotspot, even on their inadequate uh, processes down there where they are supposed to know where there are contaminants and what level of contamination there is, even on their very inadequate uh, levels, because they're relying on the Australian, uh, so-called Australian standard, which is like about 20% of what the international standard is. And now we've got international standards, both from Europe and America. There's been international conferences. We have never been so well informed. And all this material is available, but it's not being utilised by the joint venture. So as I suggested last week, the joint venture and Transurban are going to be very happy to uh, play around with the new asbestos, which is PFAS, and make money out of it, become the new James Hardy companies. Well done. What an effort. A bit of twilight removal. Oh, a bit of bullshit going on everywhere. And it's surprising how much of this city is contaminated, but where it has been identified along Footscray Road, Williamstown Road and the Westgate Freeway, you would think, having identified it, you would be trying to do something about it. But people are being sent into areas to remove it. No possible testing done to check what they're actually working with and no effort to make sure that they have got appropriate PPE.
Talk about uh, James Hardy and, and the asbestos issue. What about uh, all the cases of silicosis that are coming up? Well, There's a case is... yesterday, 22-year-old, yep. um, who's, you know, he's only just started his working career. He's already been diagnosed with silicosis, uh, cutting bench tops. So it looks like we, I mean, I know a lot of people say that what's going to be the next asbestos, but uh, I think we've definitely found it. Um, make sure you, if you're out on the job, um, I know I was talking to my young bloke and his mates last night, over uh, a few uh, green teas and uh, letting them know, you know, don't be too scared to wear the PPE. If someone's putting shit on you for wearing your PPE, you're better off uh, copping a little bit of flack at the start than being, you know, being dead at an early age um, or not being hard to live a lifestyle that you should be. Well, there's going to be uh, a number of areas of contamination identified. And which leads to silicosis, which leads to a number of cancers and so on for firefighters. I mean, they're now looking at methodology that can be introduced to actually remove the uh, contamination from the bodies, the blood system of firefighters because they, too many tumours and that are developing with people who have been continuously exposed to high levels. And the problem with Westgate and the problem right across this city is the checking, the process of testing is only going down, what, three or four centimetres. It's basically the surface. And most of this stuff leaches down well into a metre plus. And uh, people are getting exposed and this exposure goes on for some considerable time and it is very difficult even these days, to get uh, the information up to date. But anyway, the union will be running continuing campaigns about both matters. Silicosis, we had a conference last year, and last week we had a conference uh, with other organisations about PFAS. We will keep you up to date. Righto, we might go to a little track, and Ain't Got No Home, and this is just a reflection maybe on the fact that... uh, A young woman was murdered in this city in a horrific way and it did raise the whole issue again about the lack of public housing and people living rough. Rightio. It was a bit upbeat, sure, on a subject like homelessness, but I tell you what, it was getting a bit dark in here, and it wasn't just a lack of light. But anyway, moving right along, we can, however, report that the union is doing stuff about um, the contaminations and that that affect our members, but maybe the whole community, not just the union, but the whole community needs to do something about homelessness. 
just Righto. just for our members out there, for um, if anyone does have excess clothes, you know how cold it is. We're all sitting and heating at home and um, and whinging about how cold it is at work. There's a lot of people that are sleeping on the streets. Uh, Brendan Noddle and the Salvos do a great job uh, in Burke Street. Um, if you have excess clothes, shoes, uh, anything that you you know you, you no longer wear or you think you can afford to share, goes to a good cause because. Uh, it's one of those social issues that, you know, we should all pick up the uh, the challenge and, and try and help these people because you'd expect, you know, another fellow human being to help you if you're in that situation. Righto. Now, I tell you, it does need a bit of help. ADCO. Please. They need to learn a little bit there about their responsibilities about inclement weather because this week has been a bad week in terms of the rain and the cold and all the rest of it. And... Uh, <coughs> ADCO seems to think they're on the Sunshine Coast. Well, um, I think, yeah, the, uh, I went out to Bundura yesterday, out, uh, out at the uni, uh, Latrobe Uni, and uh, ADCO, they seem to have an issue. The flood was, uh, the job was flooded, a bit of rain. It's been a while since we've had rain, but the job was flooded and we were working through the issues. The shop steward uh, was trying to open up areas that, that um, would be safe once we got access um, we worked through it with the site management and uh, Grant, uh, who I hadn't had the pleasure of meeting before, uh, turns up at about, I don't know, half past eight, halfway through the day anyway, and uh, he just walks up and as arrogant as you could be, says to me, uh, what's the issue? Never introduced himself, was pretty abrupt and uh, made it known that I was being unreasonable for saying that the blokes need gumboots and dry access to their work areas. His suggestion was actually to me, uh, was can we get them gumboots in the next two or three days and they just work on dewatering for today? Um, pretty much precise words were, are you fucking fair income? But he was. But anyway, he, he went off and they've tried to recreate the wheel. We worked through the issues um, and blokes weren't put in situations where they were wet. But I'll just say this is that, um, that the weather this... Uh, week has been pretty bad, but if you're involved in dewatering, you don't dewater without gumboots. If you can't be bothered putting them on, don't be involved in it because it wrecks it for everyone else. Um, and I'll say this if you're involved in dewatering or rectification work, as per the agreement, you're on double time. So make sure that you get that, that double time as well. But we need to make sure we're not going out uh, and dewatering in our own boots because it, it makes it a precedent for the next jobs. But Grant, as I said yesterday, you're a peanut. And no manners by the sound of it, going. Oh. No manners, Grant. Bloody, come on, Flynn. You get your people in line. Yep. No, that was actually <laughs> Nick. That was Nick's job. Oh, Nick. Yep. Righto. Hope you're having a good Sunday. We Nick. might go to uh, Skellywag straight up. So what we've got so far, other than Adco, other than uh, the uh, Westgate joint venture, we've also got <laughs> our new friend Christian Porter, the Minister for Industrial Relations, who is going to set the world to rights. We've got APM. Oh, APM. Haven't, Paul Howard and the gang have not been nominated for some time, but they've blotched the copybook. Mate, down at North Melbourne, the job's probably got three months to go and they're trying to get rid of the uh, shop steward. They reckon, nah, the job's finished. We don't need one anymore. OH&S, safety rep, we don't need that. You know, three months ago, let's let's do do our best and do what we want. Well, please. Right, uh, we've also got shape shop fitting. Used to be Billings, I think. Billings. Yeah, and uh, they uh, called the ABCC and made a whole lot of allegations, etc., etc. And it's going to get very embarrassing because uh, I think there was a whole lot of witnesses 
they're going to make you look pretty stupid. So shape, uh, you can go call the, the narcs if you want to, but really, you are going to embarrass even them. Righto, Verve. Oh, Verve out at Mooney Ponds. Mate, obviously we had the incident up in Sydney where a young bloke, Christoph, lost his life, a young 18-year-old. Um, out at Mooney Ponds, Verve, they're loading up a deck, which is counterweighted by the scaffold. The deck was on top of the scaffold, and it was all loaded up with I-beams. They said to the uh, the shop steward, oh, no, that's all right, it's all been engineered. The engineer comes out and says, I didn't sign off on this. This is not what I said. And so it all had to come down. So we've already, you know, had a young bloke lose his life this year, young 18-year-old bloke. So Verve thought they could load up the scaffold, counterweight all the deck off the scaffold, and, you know, we're just playing Russian alert with people's lives. You know, until we get industrial manslaughter, they're going to keep playing their old tricks. So Verve for that. Verve uh, on a few jobs around town, and none of them are going very quickly or very well. No, well, you've got to start paying subbies. That's for a start. But uh, yeah, I've got a, I had an issue I uh, went to yesterday. They're trying to uh, pull the uh, the gantry down, which is the only access to the job. It's at Pentridge, so the, the bluestone walls are around. There's one access, and they thought the rest of the job could work while, uh, while they pull the gantry down in that access. But anyway, we educated them again. Well, are they paying their subbies out at Pentridge? That's a no. That's a no, yeah. yeah well, it's a crane that doesn't move very often because they don't pay anybody. That's why they tried to load the scaffold up, so yeah. you can only do it with one lift. Righto. So that's Verve. And uh, just finish off, H&Y at the Ironier Hospital were absolutely blotting the copybook on a weekly basis. Guess what? They're making a play to uh, challenge ABD for a mention every week oh, again. Because What about Chris Shears? Have you met? Fair dinkum. Oh, Mercat. Oh, oh Jesus. Hey. G'day, Chris. You're making an absolute fortune out of the taxpayers of Victoria at the Iron Air Hospital. You have that, that job has been dragged out forever. And again, there was more incidents, more improvement notices served where people who were visitors to the site people who worked on the site in terms of the medical staff who are all getting put at risk as well as our members. Someone needs to tell Chris that that is actually a lady's Mercedes coupe too. Someone forgot to tell him the male one. And, uh, of course, Sookie Lala is uh, up. Who we got this week? That's a little in-joke. All right, we're going to go out with a song treaty, uh, being National recognition, uh, Rec- Reconciliation Week. Sorry, it's a mouthful. Uh, for our um, Indigenous brothers and sisters out there, the atrocities still continue. Um, sorry should mean we, it never happens again, but it's happening on a daily basis. Hope you had a good week, but celebrating culture. And we go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. struggle. Dare, Dare to win. If you don't, if you don't fight, fight, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.